0: The following is a fourth hand production.
1: Hey everybody, welcome in to another episode of Sad Times. Uh, I appreciate you being here. My name's Kevin and, uh, I'll, I'll be the host. Uh, for any of you who are not here, uh, or ha- have not been here before, just a little explanation of what we're kind of doing with this show. Um, basically we're, I'm having a guest on every week and, uh, these, these are people who are, uh, opening themselves up and they're being really brave and talking about some hard stuff. Uh, and, and it's because I believe that we all go through some really for lack of a better term, shitty stuff in our life, sometimes daily. And I think we're sad a lot of the time and nobody really talks about it or they talk about it only to a select few people. And I think that we're all kind of lost in our own little story and we're not realizing that everybody else is struggling too. And I think we can learn a lot from from other people's struggles and, and have maybe a bit more empathy uh, and, and feel a little less alone. So that's kind of what the show is about. Uh, and uh, we're having our first returning champion uh tonight uh her name is jen hi jen hey kevin how are you doing okay how uh, do you? Know? i'm i'm hanging in there you know uh good to hear. thank you for coming back on as you see we're in a new uh, yeah. studio which is my apartment uh beautiful apartment uh, if you look this way uh, there's a waterfall mm, yeah lovely isn't that very beautiful? refreshing thank you thank you very much um <laughs> yeah oh god the sound turned on real fast that was weird uh so um we uh we're here in my apartment and uh we're having you back on and and you and i unfortunately um we we kind of reconnected on this sort of show and topic because uh we lost uh, a friend of ours um very unexpectedly uh, about uh 10 11 days ago Mm -hmm. i think And um, I definitely want to talk about her. Her name was Nikki, Mm -hmm. one of the funniest, kindest, just thoughtful people I've I've definitely ever met. And I've told a few people this, I think she was a a smart ass in all the right ways.
0: Yes. She has so much sass. Oh, she
1: was a sassy, sassy person, and uh, her name was Nikki and it was short for Dominique, Mm -hmm. but I always called her Nicole, and so I'd go, hi Nicole, and she goes, hey, Kevin Teen Lee, the third. Uh, and things so like bad. that. Um, so anyway, we'll t- we'll talk about uh, Nikki. But you and I have talked a little bit about mm-hmm. uh, grief and and death and loss. Um, obviously, it's something that we all are going to experience, and then uh, yep. people are going to grieve uh, when we go. Um, so I just want to start with grief itself. What do you think grief is?
0: It's a good question. Thank I. You. <laughs> I find it's, I don't know, it, it's, I feel like it's, you know, time spent reflecting.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's also like, I think it's time spent with others who also like knew the person. It's mm-hmm. all of that. And what I'm finding is there's really no like right way to grieve, but I feel like Sometimes I put pressure on myself thinking that I have to grieve a certain way or that certain things are kind of expected if you're going through that Do you have an example
1: of, like, what is the right kind of grieving?
0: You know, like, so this weekend I went out with my husband and we were, like, just having a good time and going Mm -hmm. to restaurants and stuff like that. And he had mentioned, like, hey, I'm so happy to see you smile. I'm so happy to, you know, see you, like, just light up a little bit. And I immediately felt guilty. I immediately felt like, oh, my gosh, I shouldn't be happy right now. I need to be, like reflective and serious, and, like, this is a, a really, really, you know, t- uh, just horrible thing that happened. Yeah. And, and so – but then I started thinking, like, wait a second. Why, why can't I, like, be – be happy and be myself, and at the same time, also you know, obviously mourning the loss of a, of a good friend, and so it, it got me thinking about how, as an adult, I, I've grieved, and how I, I grieved when I was a kid, and, and as a young person, like as you know, a twenty-year-old person, yeah, um, because. Young. Yeah, I, I know. It was 20, it's like, so
1: years ago. yeah, it's like I was gonna say sixty years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah whoa, for sure. I know, right? Damn. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as a kid, right? So I, I lost my grandma when I um, never knew my grandfather on my dad's side. Mm. He, he passed away when my dad was a kid, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, I lost my grandma when I was seven, uh, and I I was really bought into heaven at that point in my mm-hmm. life. So I was like, cool, she's up in heaven. Uh, And I'm not downgrading people who believe that. It was just that really was what got me through it, right? Right. And I don't know if I understood grieving or that she was going to be gone forever. Uh, The Mm -hmm. night before she passed away, they had us all go into the hospital room and give her a hug. Mm -hmm. And I just remember her feeling just so uh, frail Mm -hmm. and, like, emaciated. Uh just cancer. Not, yeah, yeah, just not the, the grandmother you remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, that's how I, I dealt with it. I dealt with it, uh, I was very religious at the time, even though mm-hmm. I was seven, but I was very uh, into mm-hmm. it. And um, yeah. I remember my, one of my parents' friends gave me a hug at the wedding, at the wedding, Jesus, same thing, funeral, and uh, and uh, said, you know, she's up in heaven now. And, and I, I just got a lot of comfort out of that. So when you right. were a kid... Did you? You said you started talking about grieving as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Can you give me an example of that?
0: Yeah. So my first kind of experience or understanding of loss was I lost my uncle um, who was twenty six uh, when I was eight, and uh, he was the definition of uncle. Uncle? Uh, What's he, yeah, that mean? Fun uncle. Oh.
1: You know why I don't know Like, Because I'm definitely not a Funko. Aw. Yeah. I'm sure that's not true. No, no, no. I lay down the law. Okay, go ahead.
0: Um, And, you know, he... I mean, he was just, like, a big kid, basically. Like, he loved comic books. He loved, like, horror films. He would dress up. Um, like, he would go, like, full Batman regalia for Halloween and, like, stay in character the entire time.
1: So, like, he... Wouldn't talk or you, yeah, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, like the like because that was around like the Michael Keaton, sure. Batman, yep. right? Yeah, yep. so, um, and then you know, he would like completely like deck the house out and everything else. And he was like the one uncle who, like, when we had family gatherings, like all the adults would kind of be like standing around like with their beers, you know, like not really paying attention or whatever. And he would be like, okay, guys, let's go outside, let's have fun, you know, and so. All I remember is, yeah, he was fantastic. And he bonded really very, very closely with my older brother, who was 10 at the time when he passed. And he, yeah, so we were, I remember actually, I was, uh, I was getting ready to go to school. Like I was getting up, like getting, you know, ready to go to school. And my parents were like, no, 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 come here. Like, we're going to sit at the kitchen table. And they were like, you're not going to school today. And we were like, "Why?
1: What happened? Like,
0: is there like a parent-teacher conference thing? Yes. <laughs> um, why aren't we going to school?" And they were like, "Well, because your uncle Jeff passed away." And I remember thinking, like, "Wait, what? How? What? Huh?" Like, it was it was just completely out of any frame of reference that I had ever like. And I still like it. it just to me, is like it, it didn't make any sense because he was. It was one of those things where, you know, we found out later that he just, he just passed away to sleep. Don't know what happened. Um, wow. Yeah. And he so, was
1: 26?
0: Yeah. Um, and so it was one of those things where, like, we... Yeah, it was totally unexpected. And then, you know, they had the funeral and my parents made the choice. And I'm sure it was a very tough choice not to take us to the funeral. Okay. And I look back on that now and I think, okay, that was, like... It was really tough because it didn't really give us any closure, I think. And, you know, whereas I think my parents were trying to protect us from, like, because it was an open casket funeral and all that, and they kind of wanted us to have those memories of, like, him being this, you know, energetic, fun yeah. uncle as opposed to that last memory of seeing him. They, I, I
1: assume they went to the funeral.
0: I think so, yeah. Well, we not watched
1: by it? Because I imagine family members were there.
0: Yeah, I honestly I don't Sorry, remember. Sorry, that's
1: neither here nor there. I just think
0: um yeah right. I you know I I don't know I can't remember but um but yeah like we you know I just remember thinking like I really wanted that closure.
1: You uh, didn't call that then? When yeah. you were Right.
0: Because I just I just I didn't believe it. Like I didn't like it just and yeah looking now I'm like it's because I just didn't I didn't comprehend that this this had ended and i didn't go through that kind of ritual of, of mourning in that traditional sense if that makes sense yeah um and so i feel like yeah like that that being my first kind of experience with loss and not really understanding what that process is like for most people um i kind of took that in and like in a way like kind of grieved on my own and, and didn't really talk about it and didn't really share my thoughts and I was just did really, you talk really to your sad. older brother? Yeah, oh, yeah, I talked to my siblings, okay but like didn't really talk to my parents about it. didn't yeah. really talk to friends or anything like that because it was just so
1: how did you how was your brother dealing with it since you said they were really close? And they he took it really hard for okay. sure you know he was
0: he was he was devastated. My little brother was six at the time, you know, pretty young. um I, I you know, so I he was also you know, I think like, like myself, just very confused. Mm-hmm. Um, but my older brother, yeah, he was 10 at the time and you know, this was his best buddy,
1: you know, like he would did, come and over and sorry, you might've said this. He, did he live, he lived near you?
0: Um, yeah. I mean, he lived in Indianapolis. Yeah. when we okay. were all in Indianapolis. Um,
1: that's right. You're from Indiana. I know. It's too bad. Talk about sad times. Hoosier,
0: hey.
1: hey, sorry. I was a Kurt Vonnegut. I don't know what I'm that's talking true. about. That's true. South Park yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah. Alumni. Yeah. Indianapolis. So, uh, did you ever talk to your brother uh, your older brother mm-hmm. or either of them about not going to the funeral and how that made him feel
0: um no I mean I knew I I think that you know it I, I could tell that you know it was it was tough for him to to go through and, and I'm not sure like if he had conversations with my parents about it or not but I just remember feeling like I really wanted to go and and be there and see that and and just to just to have like that sense of like That that ritual right like so I grew up Catholic and so there's a lot of question Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of kind of ritual things and you know, you're taught. Yeah, heaven and hell And did you take comfort in that
1: type of thing like that Uncle Jeff was down in heaven?
0: Uh, yeah, and it was one of those things where like my grand so my dad's dad um, I know he he passed away when I was uh, two weeks old you know, and I—I I be- get to meet you. He did, yes. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. He—he he was very ill and had a brain tumor and was not expected to survive for, I guess, like months before I was born. And you know, my grandma always said, "Oh, he—he he stayed. You know, he stayed. He stayed on this earth to meet you." And I was like, "Oh," um, which is actually an interesting story. But I can, I can get to that in just a second. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, like. You know, it's. I, I think I took a lot of solace in knowing that, like, he was joining my grandpa. You know, and like, oh, that there's just this place that it was at his dad. And, no, no, this oh, was on okay. my mom's side. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. and this was on my mom. Uh, he was on my mom's side. My grandfather was my my dad's dad. Okay, but just like knowing that, like, okay, they're 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 you know they're together and it's okay, and you know they're looking down on us and taking care of us, and you know. um, my grandmother always used to, I guess my grandfather was very like fond of cardinals and so she would like see a cardinal flying by and be like, Oh, there he is, there's Chet, checking in on us, I love you know? the I love
1: the, the idea of that, like yeah. the symbolism of somebody mm-hmm. not being there and you think of it. And um, not the St. Louis Cardinals, right? No, I'll just the care. regular Because I liked your grandpa. Yeah, he's
0: a good guy, yeah. apparently, yeah.
1: Chet. Chester. Is that his real name or nickname? Nickname. Yeah. So he was Chester, but I he went by had Chet. I uh good good friends were brothers, Bill and Nathan, and their dad goes by Chet. Nice. Kincaid. Awesome. Um, so uh okay, so did you I guess I'm gonna ask this because I I talked about this, I, I had a show, mm-hmm. and I talked about this in this. Kind of did you think about your own death as a kid? Yes. Yeah? Was it something you worried about? Yes.
0: I would always be fearful of, like, walking near, like, large bodies of water or crossing the street or something like that and to just know that, like, it could be, you know, seconds and I could be gone. (laughs) Like
1: that something would happen or you would just...
0: Yeah, something, something unexpected would happen and that would be it. I think that kind of... Like, what happened with my uncle, which was so unexpected, like, it kind of gave me pause to be like, oh, wow, like, this this could happen at any moment. Like, there's things that just happen to people, and
1: sometimes we don't that's know. A, and, and that's... I don't even know if I've still, to this day... I mean, I know that, mm-hmm. obviously, but I don't know if I fully processed that, to yeah. be honest with you. Sometimes it's, it hits me. Yeah. But I think, like, most of us, I do something to... I, drive the thought out of my head.
0: Oh, for sure. I think you have to yeah. in order to like stay functional because mm-hmm. I think for me, like it, it comes and goes, but you know, it's, it's just one of those things where I feel like in those moments of, you know, those little reminders or, or things that I see, I go, Oh, that's right. Yes. This is all very short lived and this could be me tomorrow. This could be me next week. This could be me in a month from now or 20 years from now, you know, I, when I'm <laughs> yeah.
1: um, 80. Younger than I am. So. But did you worry about hell? No, actually. Never worried about hell. No. Hell? I know,
0: right? I like, how did I get terror. out of that? Yeah. No. Even as a Catholic. Even as a Catholic, yeah, I was like, eh, tsh, be fine.
1: Yeah. Have you? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's surprising to me. I know. I guess I feel like you were somebody who would really worry about eternal damnation. <laughs> 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 the same way that I did, because it was so bad.
0: Right. Yeah, true. that's not,
1: not because I think you're going to be damned. Uh, we'll
0: see, I guess, on yeah, my judgment day. We'll, we'll see. We'll figure it out, yeah. Uh,
1: you do only have one Bob Dylan tattoo. That's true. So And you have none. True. Whoa. I mean Whoa That's a good point. I mean I already I'm going down. Although uh, Mike Cole spoke my soul when I was eighteen, so Oh yeah, I remember yeah. you telling me this. story. Yeah. 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 So uh you lost your uncle, you were eight. He yes. was twenty six. Uh, oh, what comic books did he like? Do you remember?
0: I a lot of Superman, Batman, okay. so like DC. DC is that? Oh, that's right,
1: because he dressed up as Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is DC. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, any Green Lantern?
0: <laughs> Not that I know, but he's also a huge Rush fan.
1: Huge
0: oh. Rush fan.
1: Mm. I, yeah, you know, oh. to each well, his own, yeah, to each their own. <laughs> I like that John Sawyer song. All right, I guess. That's the only one that I know of. Yeah, they had a whole Ayn Rand concept album. Oh, speaking of boy. burning in hell. Uh, anyway, um, that's yeah. awesome, though. But if you have a band, I mean, I obviously yeah, There's... you and I both love the Beatles very much. Yes. And, um, you it, know, it's great to have that thing. Yeah, right? that kind to of have passion. That whole collection yeah. and, and it sounds like he was a really energetic guy. So he probably mm-hmm. he would probably be somebody who. Uh, if 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 you said to him hey jeff uh, tell me about rush he would just, oh he'd just be, he'd be yeah into it very gestury, so. yeah. yes for sure awesome yeah. okay yeah um so you didn't worry about hell but you thought about your own death a lot yeah did you think you' were going to heaven yeah. or okay gotcha I did too or i hoped but i got really oh go ahead Oh, no, I was going to
0: say, I was like, yeah, I, you know, I, I guess in the sense I was like, oh, okay, well then, you know, if I'll, I'll just see my, my grandfather and I'll see my uncle yeah. and, you know, I'll see all There's these other of... family people, you know, that I haven't I met. And,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, um, I had a major panic attack one day in the shower when I was like 10 or 11 because I I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be happy forever. Mm. I don't know how I'm going to stay okay for eternity. And I got really fucked up about it. Yeah. And that was like that was a big thing for me because I was like, "Cool, I'll be up there with Grandma. I'll be, you Mm know, I'll be watching the Cubs all day or whatever it is I wanted to do at that time." There's comfort in that for sure. But then I was like, "But I can't do that for three million years. What? How am I going to be happy for three million years? And then another thirty million after that, like eternity? It really scared the hell out of me. And I didn't know what to do with it. I still even talking about it now." It's just a. Isn't that a lot? That's
0: that's a pretty like heavy burden to carry. Yeah, for sure. Why,
1: ah, shit, uh, uh, yeah. forever and ever, as they say in the prayer. Um, so, uh, You were two weeks old when you lost your grandfather. Are yes. your other grandparents? Um, did you lose any other grandparents when you were a kid, or? Oh, as an adult. As yeah. an adult, okay.
0: Um, so I lost my grandmother when I was, oh my gosh, 2007, so 24. Um, That's how old I was when I lost my other grandmother. Yeah. And then my mom's mom I lost when I was 19. Um, and that was an, a, a very sudden thing as well. And, you know, we didn't know how sick she was. My my little brother and my, my parents had gone out to Indianapolis to visit her. And it was also the first time my little brother had gone back to Indianapolis from when we moved out to Virginia. So it was like a birthday. And it was, it was actually around his birthday. And got out there and read, you know realized how sick she was. She moved to hospice, um, which is just, you know, uh, it, it, that's really, really, really tough. Um, in the meantime, it was over Thanksgiving. So I was actually at home with my older brother. I had, it was my first like time home from school mm-hmm. and it was at, when I was in Richmond. Mm-hmm. And so I spent Thanksgiving with my brother eating Chinese food. Mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, my, my grandmother passed away while they were there. And, you know, my little brother had a really hard time with it. I remember talking to him about it, and I've still talked to him about it, you know, how how everything happened so suddenly, and how he was there when, you know, she passed and all of that, and just how it affected the family. And, you know, it, it really, you know, caused a lot of uh, just lot of her, you know because she was kind of the matriarch of my mom was one of eight you know and she, wow. was, she was the matriarch of this huge family and you know she was also like five feet tall and like yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. like so she she was small in size but like exuded a lot of influence um and i remember that was the first time i ever felt angry i, I felt
1: about the death about
0: the death yeah okay. like i had felt sad before about you know, my uncle passing and my grandmother when she would tell me stories about my grandfather. And, and you know, I always felt sad when I would tell her, like, oh, my birthday is coming up. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess it's been it's been 12 years now. And I was like, what, what? And it was because she...
1: Oh, she, right, the two weeks. Yeah.
0: So he had passed very close to after I was born. Yeah. And I just always felt really bad telling her that my birthday was coming up. Because oh, I knew that she was... Sad. yeah. So this was the first time I was really angry and so like instead of like grieving I guess normally or you know just being sad I was just so angry and I was angry because I wasn't there Because I was 19 years old and you know like I should have been there and I remember coming home um, We my mom had like some family friends drive drive me home because they were still in indianapolis and I had to go back to school and I remember going to my dorm room, and there was, like, a party going on, and I told my roommate, I was like, can you can you please, like, have these people leave? Like, I just really need my space. And she was just like, what are you talking about? Like, it's my room, too, whatever. And I took, uh, it was like a plate of, it was like eggs or something that she had made, and I threw it against the wall, and I yelled, everybody out, now.
1: Did they leave? They all
0: left. And... I immediately felt awful because I was like, oh my gosh, like, you can't, I can't believe you just threw this thing against the wall and you just yelled at everybody, but I was just so angry about losing my grandmother. And I just, you know, I, I just wanted that space to just be pissed off about it and upset that she was gone and upset that I wasn't there. And, you know, I, I didn't get that space and I like acted out, you know, and I still feel bad about it. My, you know, my roommate like apologized later, but you know, I was like, oh, why did I have to throw this thing against the wall, you know? But it was just like in the moment, like the only thing that I could do, I was like, I can control this thing that's been sitting on my bed and I'm just going to like, you know, move it,
1: <laughs> move it.
0: rapidly <laughs> through space. Um, yeah. So... So that was, yeah, that was, you know, losing her was, was really tough. And then when I lost my, my grandmother in 2007, when I was 24, I was living in New York city and oddly enough, I did something very similar. I was working as an intern. I was in New York and, uh, my mom called me at like nine o'clock in the morning, which she never called me during work hours. And so I knew something was wrong. And she called me and said, "Your grandma's passed." And I had a pencil in my hand and I threw it across the room. Uh, no one was in the room, but I just—it was like I just needed to release that, like just being so angry. And it—it it was bad because once again, I felt like I was not there.
1: Was um, was that expected? Like, it was, or... yeah.
0: She had had a stroke, and um, you know, she had been in like she she then we moved her from uh, Columbus, Ohio, which is where my my dad's from and grew up, and she she lived there. And then the, we had her come live in, in Virginia with us, and my mom was helping taking care of her, and she was actually doing better. Like she was going through physical therapy, um, she was gaining weight back because she had lost a whole bunch of weight um, just from being. She was in a nursing home for a while. And so, um, my parents and and her decided like, you know, she wanted to be with family. So, so it gave me some like comfort to know that she was, you know, with, with my family, like with my mom and my dad. Yeah. Um, she was also 85. Um, yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, it was just, you know, so it was, it was expected, but I think because she had started to kind of turn, take a turn for the better, Um, I'd kind of, like, had really high hopes of, like, oh, okay. And I was actually getting ready to go, like, go home and see her and all these things. And I, once again, just was angry that I wasn't there um, to to say goodbye properly, you know. And that kept with me for a long time. And I was very angry. I I remember going to the funeral feeling just very upset that I, I couldn't be there. And so I... My grieving was really in my anger.
1: Yeah. And, and I kind
0: of isolating that's... myself from my family a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um I think anger is common mm-hmm. in grief, right? Oh yeah. Um Yeah. Uh, Jeremy says when you're not there often it makes you feel guilty. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. He also says though, Cubs wouldn't be in heaven. Sorry. So.
1: Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> uh uh
0: Jeremy MacDad
1: on there. All right. <laughs> that's <laughs> some harsh shit man uh i i want to tell you something too uh my grandfather my last grandparent mm-hmm. uh passed uh in january of 2013 right around when uh, president obama was being uh, re-inaugurated which right. we always joked he was like i'm not sticking around for more of that because he's a very conservative man oh, yeah. and um he passed away in the. He was in the suburbs, and my sister was there, and my mom. It was her dad, okay. And uh, I think my stepdad was there, and I didn't go, hmm. and I should
0: have. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you feel like
1: you, you, you? Kelly was Kelly's my sister, right? Yeah. She was mad at me, okay, uh, and I think rightfully so. Um,
0: was there a reason you didn't? Just because.
1: I. I no good reason. Okay. I didn't have a car, but mm. I was dating somebody at the time we did. Okay. It was about an, I don't know, I remember an hour, hour and a half away. I, th- I think I was thinking he would pass before I got there. Mm. Um, he was, I don't want to say he's in a coma. He was definitely not conscious. Okay. Uh, and they were just around his, his hospital bed. Mm. Uh, his wife, my grandmother, died about seven years before and um if there are no cubs in heaven grandma's gonna be pissed uh my grandma raised me on baseball um Aww. you can't see it on on uh on camera but over here are a couple framed photos of wrigley field uh oh. one from the first night game and these were both oh, my nice. grandma's and uh, we watched the first night game together at her house when I was uh-huh. 6, and we made a concession stand, and it got rained out in the 4th, which is what it's like being a Cubs fan. And uh, anyway, I, I, I went to visit her in the hospital a couple months before she died when we thought that was going to be it. She right. had emphysema, mm-hmm. and she was intubated That's, with a tube. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I brought her a I brought her a Cubs hat that i had and i she couldn't she couldn't talk Mm -hmm. right because she had the tube right yeah but she like was smiling and doing that and i said i left a core on the table and when my sister and i were saying goodbye to her um because we thought it was goodbye she did live a couple more months right it was the last time i saw her Mm -hmm. because i did not live i lived in cleveland unfortunately Mm -hmm. and um she, she finally, we were standing there crying, and she finally was like... Yeah. Just, you can go. And she... Yeah. And, uh, that was terrible. I think about her a lot. She was a, um... She used to always, every time she said goodbye to me, now my parents were divorced when I was eight, every time she said goodbye to me, you'd be good to your mother. Oh. Every time, without fail. Mm. She was just a kind... Um, Kind of a matriarch as well, tough lady. Yeah, Uh, loved loved baseball, and that's why I love baseball is because of her. And and that was probably the closest her and and my grandpa because I was seven when my grandma died. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if I dealt with it well or not. I don't know if I grieved or not. I don't know what grieving is. So that's, I guess, my story on those.
0: Yeah, it's tough to know, like, and I feel like you don't don't really know it until you're in it. You don't really know how you're going to feel until it's happened. You can prepare as much as you think you can. And I feel like that's how it was when I lost my grandma and then I lost my my grandfather uh, two years ago. Uh, I mean, we knew he was suffering and, and, you know, had... um, uh, blood cancer, uh, and decided you know to forego cancer treatment, um, knowing he was in his mid eighties, and, and saying you know hey you know I I'm just gonna let this take its course basically, mm-hmm. which I thought was incredibly brave um, to know that he he was gonna have to suffer through that, um, and he also was like the kindest, most gentle, just always um anytime I would stay at his house when I would be in uh when I would when I was uh I interned for like a summer in Indianapolis in two thousand five, I mm-hmm. would go to his house and he would always so I would stay there and he would always bring me like a tray of like an assortment of like every possible breakfast item you know, like he'd be like, I'm not sure what you want it so I got you a bowl oh. of cereal, cottage okay. cheese, fruit uh, you know, like just like everything and he would just set it down there and like and then sometimes he just wouldn't say anything He would just like set it in front of me and just go mm-hmm
1: Okay, you said mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm
0: all the time. What and, was his name? Um, Paul Davis. Oh. Yeah, Elmer Paul Davis and uh, oh, uh
1: Elmer was his first name. Yeah, it's a great name. My grandfather went by his middle name as well. Yeah Weldon Weldon that's unique. Yes. Well Weldon was unique. What was his first name? Uh Francis. He did Francis. not uh, like
0: that name, so just by Weldon. Ah, yeah, yeah. same same sorry. thing with my grandpa too. Yeah, he didn't. Well. He didn't like Elmer, so he put by Paul. So, and my mom's named after him. My mom's Paula.
1: So, oh, I think I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I do remember you telling me that. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah. So he had uh, blood cancer.
0: Yeah, and when he passed, I just, I, I I don't think I felt anger. I think because I I knew that. He had totally accepted the fact that this was his journey and was had articulated that to the family. And, you know, I had talked to him on the phone. I had gone down and visited him. Um, I still felt guilty that I wasn't there. But I didn't feel as angry, I think, this time. Because I, in a way, I think I came to understand. And maybe it's because I was... In my mid thirties, and kind of had grown up a little bit, and not the angry nineteen and you know early twenties well, kid anymore. It, it,
1: well, also maybe it's because he was so accepting of it, yeah. And it it was, uh, for lack of a better term, more expected, yeah. He, um,
0: oh, for sure, yeah, and like it was kind of what he his 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 plan was, you know, and just and and it was tough because you know you you want to obviously them to stay around because you love them and you know they're my grandparents you know my 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 only grandfather that i ever got to know but i also wanted to respect his wishes and and know that this is how he wanted to to leave the world and um what was what was helpful is i did get to go to the we had like a memorial for him and just hear stories and Mm -hmm. things and meet his some of his siblings who i hadn't seen in god knows how long you know and um, that's always fun, you know, like, oh, I remember you when you were this tall, you know, and stuff like that. And so like that part of it, I, I really liked. Um, when I was younger, you know, I went to like my grandmother's um, funeral, it was really tough for me to like meet her friends. And, and meet. it just, I was just, I, I had isolated myself so much to the point where I didn't cry until we actually went to
1: bury her. Yeah, that's always, I think that that's,
0: I don't know how common that is. I don't know if it's
1: common or not. I think that that is just really hard to take.
0: Yeah. Because it was all in one day, and it was in the middle of February.
1: Oh, good. Um, In where? where, In rural Ohio. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we we joked about how, you know, uh, she was always, she always never wanted to make anything difficult for anybody. She was always more worried about other people Mm -hmm. than herself, Mm -hmm. and how, how the opposite this was, was like, this was the most difficult (laughs) because the ground was like frozen solid, you know, and like, yeah, so it was it was really, uh, it was interesting. Um, But I remember, like, we all got out of the van, we all went to you know the burial, the ceremony, and I, I walked like very fast, I had to go into the van, and just cry my eyes out, but I didn't want to do it in front of my family. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I think I just felt like I needed to be like in my own in my own suffering and I didn't want I, I also felt like my parents were having such a hard time, my mom was having such a hard time. I wanted to be that strength and I but I also wanted to have that moment of like, I just need to get this out. And I was so angry. Um, so it was like a very angry cry, <laughs> I remember that. Like I never cried angry before. Um, it's, yeah, it's intense. Um, and, you know, and then, you know, as my family kind of got back in the van, I was just kind of like, okay, okay, okay. You know, just trying to like keep it together. Um, because yeah, all I wanted to do was just in a way, like I wanted to go back to New York, which is where I was living at the time and just like, you know, and I, and, I, and I look back on that now and I, and I really feel, ah, I feel guilty. I feel like I should Wait, have been, because I feel like I should have been, like, more with my family and more oh, open and more, yeah.
1: How much, how, uh, I get that too. That yeah. It's always like you should be with your family more. I spent a lot of my mm-hmm. 20s and maybe your band early 30s being away from my family.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it wasn't until I went to India and was mm-hmm. that far away from them that I realized, right. oh. Yeah. I shouldn't take this for granted. Oh, for um, sure. I'm sure that I still do, but not nearly as much as I used to. Right. Uh, it takes those yeah. moments,
0: for sure. Yeah, and I went back to New York and just, you know, tried tried very hard to kind of live, like, normally. I think I, I thought that I just needed to, like, kind of move on, and that I needed to get back to my life. And I kind of, like, rep- like suppressed a lot of things, and I didn't go through that grieving process i just kind of started working again and just going back you know and just trying to act like nothing had happened and that was my big mistake and i didn't have anybody around at that point who told me like you know it's okay it's okay to like take care of yourself it's okay if you need to take time or if you need to like go cry or if you need to like you know like i I didn't really have that and i and i felt like in, in in a way that that showed like uh, lack of strength, or that you know, I couldn't be this person to kind of keep it together.
1: Even when you weren't around your family, yeah. you still felt like you had to keep it together. Yeah, I
0: don't know why. Um but yeah. I don't feel like that now. I'm not sure what changed, but I think when I was younger, maybe because like I had, I was also the first person like to move away from my family, and I was like trying to prove myself, and felt like you know I needed to 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 stay strong and to you know be okay with this and, and and be able to move on and you know it was almost like i think a self preservation thing I, mm-hmm. it's like i didn't want myself to go down that road of feeling so immensely sad um, it was a way for me to like just keep myself sane yeah you know right
1: um, but by repressing came... everything yeah did when, how did uh, how did it come out later or did um
0: it... you know i think later it came out like just, um, I, I remember having like very vivid, like very vivid dreams about like my grandma and, um, very like, I, I don't know, like I just, and, and she would like come to me in my dreams and I just, I wake up and I would just be in, just in tears. Um, and I think also like, you know, I don't know if it ever really necessarily came out like all at once. I think it just, it just made me very like yeah it just it made me like agitated a little mm-hmm. bit it made me a little bit less you know passionate about what i was doing at work things like that like it just kind of it it, sl- it was like a slow trickle, yeah okay. you know um and yeah so that was kind of my you know big experiences with grieving and
1: can i ask you one thing one yeah, other sure. thing and, uh, before we uh, talk about the recent Yes. Events. Uh what about grieving for a pet? Yeah, that's um okay, sorry. Um <laughs> that's I, I just think that's something that's really universal. Yes. And I did it when I was a kid, but I haven't too much as an adult. And yeah. as I'm having this conversation, it sure seems to me that I am trying to avoid grief and or grief in all ways. Yeah. But It's really
0: tough. Um. So when I was living in New York, I adopted a cat. Her name was Francie. She's actually named after the um, uh, character in A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Which is a wonderful book. Which is an amazing book. It's one of my favorites. So I named her after that character because that character was such a fighter and just such an amazing spark of energy. And I just love that book so much. I do too. And um, so I... You know, Francie was, she was my, uh, she was the person that I came home to and, you know, shared all my frustrations with. Uh, She caught a mouse once in my apartment. Was she proud? Oh, I've never, I mean, I came home and I just heard this meow, 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 meow. And I was like, what is this? And there was like one part of the mouse there, another part of the mouse on the table, another part. But she was, but she led me to like each piece and was like, look what I brought to you. Look at what, look what I killed for you. These yeah. are your presents. And when I was like, oh God, and like trying to like cringing and clean it up, she was just like, what? these are my presents. I yeah, don't please. What, what are you doing? Um, so, and there's just so many stories. Um, but yeah, I had her for, for 12 years. She passed in February. Um, and it's, it's so, it still stays with me. Um, because we, you know, we had to make the choice. And it was a very difficult choice to put her down, which is the worst decision. I, I don't, I yeah, it's just the most awful thing I've ever had to go through um, to watch your, the, the pet that you love so much just like laying there. And it's really, really tough. Um, and, you know, she, brought so much joy to my life she brought so much joy to my husband's life who had grown up without any pets mm-hmm. and was i think a little bit weary of when she came to live with us when you know it was right after we got married and uh you know <laughs> the second night she was there she like jumped on the bed and was like my husband was like wait what what is this like th-, you know and i'm like oh that's okay cats do that it's okay
1: really you didn't know yeah. that so <laughs> he like, was
0: just okay. like ah, and i was just like that's that's okay um and they they were very attached, yeah. And to this day, like I mean, that bond is is pretty amazing and very well documented in pictures. And yes, video. I've seen many of those, photos. many video, yeah, many videos and photos. Yeah. Um, it's it's the worst thing, and it's something that I it's it's just so hard. And
1: what, we, why the worst thing?
0: Because I think with animals, like
1: they can't tell
0: you how they're feeling. They can't tell you that it's okay. I think with people, um, you know, there's that communication that is there and they can let you know, you know, how you're, how they're feeling. And if there's, if it's the right time, you know, if they're accepting of, you know, um, knowing you know that this is this is what they the path that they want to go on or or that you know they can communicate you know love and, and stories and all that and you know with her you know the obviously like you know she was not, not acting herself and we found out that you know she had these blood clots and things and so it, it just came down to okay you know is she's going to live her life in pain or if we're going to take her out of that pain
1: yeah
0: so we made that decision, and it was just, I felt, and I still to this day feel extremely guilty. And I can't explain why. I know that we did the right thing. I know that we did the right thing for her, but I still have a really hard time processing it. It's just, when you make that decision for another living being, even if it's a a decision out of compassion, um, it's... It stays with you, and you you really have a hard time processing it. I think in, in
1: the short term, you know, to try to get over that, it's, yeah,
0: it stays with you.
1: I know um, having seen you every day at that time, I know it was really, yeah, really hard.
0: Yeah, and you know that was another example of like not knowing really how to grieve, and but but being okay with it. So you know and, I, and it was also the first time that i was going through that you know with another person as well with chad. Know, with, with chad yeah and we really leaned on each other and you know got each other through it uh, but we still you know there are moments that come up and you know we we had her cremated and so we
1: have her and her, you know with her and her oh, I, I guess that. i didn't know that. yeah that's great yeah my, my mom has their adult that away a couple years ago you have her ashes mm-hmm. yeah
0: it's just because there's just so much unconditional love that yeah. our pets give us and it's really tough to see them suffer and it just it stays with you because you just yeah you know that that was yeah,
1: yeah well thank you for talking about that I know yeah. that, that wasn't easy <laughs> Still so fresh, just months ago. So thank you. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'd like to end talking about Nikki. Yeah. Um, we talked about her a little bit at the beginning, right? Uh, she, gosh, what was she about five foot two, if that? If that. yeah. And every time, <laughs> almost every time I'd walk by her at work, she would stand yep. up like this. And, um, every time I, oh man, she was so funny and she loved horror movies. So we lost her unexpectedly, um, like I said, 10 or 11 days ago. We lost her unexpectedly about 10 or 11 days ago. Um, and can you just, let's, can you tell about what what happened today at the offices where yeah. she worked and, and what was done for her?
0: Yeah, so we all got together as a team, and you know all the all the coworkers who you know knew her were good friends, um, or even those who you know had just just met her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and wanted to, to honor her. Uh, we all went up to the roof the roof deck of the building, and mm-hmm. we had these balloons. Um, that we released and um, and it was really beautiful and we also um, just like got to hang out and tell stories and uh, one of our coworkers, workers um, Therese she and she put together this amazing slideshow of all the pictures of uh, the people had sent her and she had you know said you know she sent out a, a request to people to say hey you know I want to put a slideshow together can you send these pictures and we saw the slideshow and it, we were all laughing so much because every picture was just so goofy. Yeah. And, like, she... I think the thing that just, it just hurt so much is that she was just such a, a light and so positive and, like, kept everybody going at that, at that job. And, like, gosh, I mean, there's just so many stories. And... I think something yeah. to say about
1: Nikki is that people it should be celebrated more the 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 people who are like Nikki who just, just seem to be unendingly kind yeah and thoughtful and
0: yeah
1: dedicated to what what they believe in
0: yeah like she it's it's she was so passionate about things and yeah. she was so somebody said this uh, you know. I believe, uh, you know, and there's been like a lot of like, you know, Facebook tributes and things like that, that have been going in and, and I've been, I've been seeing, but somebody said that she was authentic.
1: And very I feel authentic. like that's
0: very like that. And I was, I was talking to another friend and I was like, you know, I don't know anybody who is like her. Cause sometimes you meet people and you're like, Hey, okay, they remind me of this person. Yeah. They remind me of this person, similar personalities, whatever. But she was such an original. She was so herself. She didn't, care about what other people thought at at least you know she she projected that Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean the utmost amount of kindness that she portrayed i I feel like it was i like to i like to kind of describe her as just unconditionally kind
1: yeah and you you know um, one thing she did all the time for with her own money uh, like once or twice a week at minimum she would go and get all these snacks and bring them in and set them up all the time and i would I not i relied on that and i just remember thinking I, I just thought it was amazing and then we i would joke because when we were on the second floor she'd set them right by where she was sitting yeah and i would be like who brought this food here she goes i don't know i said yeah, yeah. well I don't, I don't know either <laughs> and um yeah. i just i wish we would have done more for her for the things that she did for us no um I remember one day she came over when we were on the second floor and uh, our friend Alex was to to my left mm-hmm. and um, you oh, were all yes. o- yeah you were over in the corner there and I don't know if you were sitting there or not but Nikki came over and I started asking her questions about her family mm-hmm. and I love to talk to people about their families I love to ask people and I just kept asking her questions and she just kept answering them and telling me these stories and Alex was like, Okay, don't ask her that stuff. And kind of, he's like, ah. And she just told me all this stuff, mm-hmm. this funny, um, very honest stuff about her family. And then that was something that we could connect over. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Every, you know, she had to call her dad every day at like four yep. thirty. Every and day. And I'd walk into the kitchen, and her he couldn't hear her very well, I guess. And uh, and she would be on the phone with him, and mm-hmm. I'd walk in, and she hold the phone out to me like you <laughs> talked to him and I was like I don't want to talk to him it's alright yeah I remember that she um, always had to call her dad yeah yeah and she's just a genuinely good person and yes. I think we we as people I honestly believe should talk more about those people mm-hmm. should acknowledge them more and should be uh, just just tell them how great they are yeah while we can you know absolutely I don't know how many fucking times I've heard people say oh I wish I could have I mean, we just did. Yeah. So, yeah. Somebody like Nikki will be remembered for sure.
0: For so many things. Her, yeah. And
1: uh, she's just a wonderful person, and I, I just hope her family is okay. And um, I just wanted to end on that note. That, yeah. Um, she's a great, great person, and I'm, I'm certainly a better person for having known, known her. Oh, yeah. And I love seeing her every day. Yeah, she
0: definitely changed my life, for sure, and I, I think she just treated everyone like family. Like, that's my, I feel like that's just how she, she was. She was open, she was passionate, authentic, and she did. She treated everyone like they were a member of her family, and that is so rare mm-hmm. and special, and yes, we, we need to celebrate that more.
1: She somewhere. was always in there before everyone. I know. Every day I'd be like, "I'm gonna beat Nikki if I'm gonna go in real early." No, nope, she'd be there with her headphones. Yep. And dinosaurs all around her. Yes. The little. Godzilla. Oh, remember when Netta got her the the wine, the dino glasses? Mm-hmm. They were like wine glasses. Yeah. Those were pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I think it's wonderful that you guys did that today on yeah. the roof. Uh, the video was wonderful. The, the 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 balloons, the biodegradable balloons. Yep. Said you are missed, you are loved. What did do you
0: remember? What they say? Uh, yeah, I don't remember something
1: can, about like oh. Hold on, let me see. It said something
0: about. if I can find the picture real quick. Um, you are loved, you are missed, you are remembered.
1: See this? Yeah. Can is that too close? More? <laughs> closer, closer, closer. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think I think that's fun. yeah. I think I want to end with that. I think yeah. Um, Jen, thank you so much for coming back thank on um, under these circumstances and talking about something that we all deal with. Yeah. And um, I know it wasn't easy. So thank you for being so honest. Yeah. And open. I appreciate it very much. Yeah. And um, thanks for talking about Nikki and sharing sharing those stories and that balloon. Um, yeah. I'm gonna miss her. She was. One of a kind. Yeah. Um, We're all so, going to miss her so yeah. much. But, uh, she made my life better. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, everybody, um, <laughs> this is the sad, sad times. Um, we, uh, thank you very much for watching. Um, as, as you know, we, we have a number of episodes, uh, that we, we have on our YouTube channel and, um, if you ever watch one and just want, and you know, you know, you can always chat in, but I hope that you can watch and, and, um, uh, feel less alone dealing with whatever it is you may be dealing with Mm -hmm. and uh, really appreciate you stopping by. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have another show for you probably next Thursday at 8 PM central. So, um, thanks for coming and, uh, hope you have a great night and, uh, be well.